Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. And I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. So very happy you could join me today. Today is a wonderful day. Yes, yes, yes. Why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And I have a show that you would not want to miss. No, no, no. This is a show that pertains to everyone, just about everyone, uh, young folks, middle-aged folks, older folks, children, and adults. So get pen and paper ready, or just make sure you're listening and you won't want to miss one second of this show. The title of today's show, Too Much Screen Time and Your Health. Too Much Screen Time and Your Health. And again, this show is for children and adults, adults and children, because we need to protect our eyes, protect your eyes against blue light damage, not only protecting your eyes, but protect your brain. So this is something that's very near and dear to me. For one thing, my particular job is it is required that I am on a computer for eight or more hours every day, Monday through Friday. And I often wonder, what is this doing to my eyes? What is it doing to my brain? At the end of the day, many times I'll have a headache or mainly my eyes just start to hurt. And so this is a show that uh, is going to explain exactly what's going on and what we can do for ourselves and for our children. So first of all, ask yourself this question. Do you suffer from headaches? Do you often find yourself rubbing your eyes? Are you commonly fatigued during the day but have trouble sleeping at night? And you may be suffering the ill effects of chronic exposure to blue light. Have you heard about that? Blue light, yes. Blue light is natural. It's part of sunlight. High energy blue light is part of the visible spectrum of light that enters the eye during during time outdoors. Yes, during time outdoors. And let me just make a uh, let's just let me make some corrections here is is uh, with this audio. Okay, there we go. All right, and uh, let's move along. But that intense blue light penetrates deep into the eye and through chemical and oxidative changes it causes in the retina. The retinal tissues can be damaged. This damage is particularly evident in the macular, the region of the eye responsible for sharp, focused vision. Now, the macula is the most vulnerable to the damaging effects of blue light because it receives the highest concentration of light compared to other regions in the eye. And what does that do? Well, let's see what happens here. Uh, Short-term, short-term exposure to blue light can cause symptoms like eye strain, fatigue, and headaches. Longer-term exposure has more serious risk, most significantly macular degeneration and the resulting loss of eyesight. Macular degeneration has typically been associated with aging. And you think about the older people, the elders, 
people that are like 75, 80, 90 years old suffering from macular de degeneration. But that has changed. Yes, now that we're living in the digital age, we are, you know, there's the adults are on their computers, their laptops, their iPhones, their smartphones. <laughs> I mean, the TV, it just goes on and on and on. And children, our children from age, I would say from the ages of even two years old, parents are allowing their children to have these iPads, these children, I, children's iPads, and they're on these iPads for hours and hours a day. Well, fortunately, we can protect our eyes, our eyes and our health from the effects of blue light with targeted nutrients, lutein, zeaxanthin, and omega-3s for adults, yes. And even for children, they have certain vitamins that they can take. So this is what's going on. We're attached to our devices, yes. The increase in the amount of time we spend in front of digital devices means that our tired eyes are exposed to higher levels of blue light. Well, consider this. Adults spend an average of 10 hours a day in front of media screens. Yes, because many adults are working from home on their computers. Children spend between five and eight hours in front of screens and teens spend an average of nine hours on their devices. And people are working and entertaining themselves at computers and staring into tablets, televisions, or phone screens constantly. It's not unusual that many of us spend more time on our digital devices than we do sleeping. So if you think about this, this is a problem. I don't know how many of you realize it, you may not, but this is a problem because the quality of, of our vision isn't the only health issue when it comes to all of this screen time. Exposure to blue light also reduces our ability to make melatonin. Melatonin, the hormone that governs circadian rhythm. So you're asking yourself, well, what does this mean? This is what it means. Are you tossing and turning at the end of the day? Do you have insomnia? This means screen time in the hours before bedtime will likely disrupt your sleep. Yes, the loss of sleep often means we are less alert during the day, which affects not only our performance of physical tasks, but also our ability to think well on the job or at school. Yes, this is affecting our children. And another thing, are your children hyperactive? Have you noticed that you know you can't seem to calm them down? They don't want to sit still more than five or 10 minutes at a time. Are your children, they're like three, four or five years old and they're still waking up two or three times during the night like infants? Well, this is not normal and this can be corrected. And the most culprit, the problem most particularly lies in the fact of too much screen time. So there are car carotenoids to the rescue. Carotenoids, what are carotenoids? Carotenoids spelled C-A-R-O-T-E-N 
O-I-D-S, carotenoids to the rescue. They are the powerful carotenoids lutein and zeaxanthin, which are found in yellow, orange, and green foods, and they are protective against the harmful effects of blue light. If you're not eating enough yellow, orange, and green foods, then your eyes are at risk of being damaged. So let's think about those yellow, orange, and green foods. Well, we have many. Yellow, I'm thinking about yellow squash. Yellow, I'm thinking about bananas. Orange, I'm thinking about oranges and carrots and sweet potatoes. And green foods, I'm thinking about collard greens and kale greens and spinach and broccoli and Brussels sprouts. It just goes on and on and on. So make sure not only you are eating those foods, but make sure your children are eating a significant amount of yellow, orange, and green foods. These foods are protective against the harmful effects of blue light. Lutein is related to vitamin A and is concentrated in the macula, so it's a necessary component of healthy vision. It also works as an antioxidant to reduce free radical damage. So foods rich in these carotenoid compounds include, once again, kale, squash, collard greens, corn, spinach, Swiss chard, peas, arugula, (laughs) that's a, a funny one to pronounce, arugula, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, rabe, pumpkin, sweet potatoes, carrots, asparagus, and egg yolks. So these are some of those yellow, orange, and green foods that you, again, you need to be eating. And it's not unusual that many of us spend more time on our digital devices than we do sleeping. So think about it and count those hours uh, the the next day or two. Count those hours that you're sleeping and count those hours that you spend on those digital devices, the computer, the laptop, your cell phone, your iPad, your on the watching the television. Every last one of those I just mentioned expose you to blue light. Now, recent studies show strong benefits of these carotenoids for blue light damage. These foods I just mentioned. The blue light user exposure study involved a group of healthy young people who were in front of screens for an average of six hours a day and were given 20 milligrams of lutein and four milligrams of zeaxanthin or a placebo for six months. Well, at the end of the study, the supplement group showed significant improvements in visual performance, sleep quality, and side effects of pro prolonged screen time. I don't know about you, if you have young children, think about their eyesight. And if you're noticing that more and more young children are are wearing eyeglasses, well, maybe that's why that overexposure to that blue light on these devices. People taking the supplement showed the supplement, the lutein and the zyaxithin showed a 26% improvement in macular pigment Optical density, MPOD, 
and it measures the density of macular pigment, which performs a critical role in protecting the macula from blue light damage. It's composed of lutein and zeaxanthin, which maintain macular pigment function. A low MPOD is a major but modifiable risk factor for age-related macular degeneration, which causes gradual and total loss, a total vision loss, if allowed to develop or left untreated. So no one wants to develop this low MPOD, MPOD, the uh, macular degeneration of your pigment. The supplement group also showed better contrast sensitivity or the ability to discern the brightness of an object. They had a 44% improvement in disability glare or the tendency to be unable to focus well because of bright light in the visual field. This can affect a person's ability to drive at night. So if you're noticing that you're having problems driving or seeing at night, this may be why. The supplement improved photo stress recovery, another test that can evaluate eyes for their ability to see clearly after having had a bright light shining in the visual field. In addition to better visual processing speed, People taking the supplement, lutein and zyathethin, had a significant decrease in eye strain, eye fatigue, and headaches, and their quality of sleep greatly improved. A second study using the same, same combination of lutein and zyathethin showed beneficial effects in the macular pigment. Researchers found that the greatest gains in optical density occurred in the, in the very center of the macula where the highest level of light-induced oxidative damage occurs. So, screens and sleep, screens and sleep. Consider blue light blocking screen covers on your laptop. This is very important. If you have to stay on your screen for hours at a time for your job or even maybe you're a student uh, a college student or even a high school student and you spend hours on your laptop or computer studying researching then consider blue light blocking screen covers for your laptop phone and tablet your devices likely have the option to warm up the light from their screens. Glasses, and I have those blue light blocking glasses, glasses are also available that filter the blue light and protect your eyes. Now for better sleep, here's a tip. Listen up. For better, tip, for better sleep, turn off all things digital a few hours before bedtime. That's right. If you if your bedtime is 10, then you need to have those digital uh, devices turned off by eight. OK, and try a melatonin supplement to reset your circadian rhythm and get those badly needed Z's. Yes. And then report back to me, Gail Dixon McBride, your your talk show host, your health and wellness consultant, and let me know if you see an improvement. I guarantee you, you will. And don't forget DHA. 
and you're saying, Gail, what is DHA? Well, the omega-3 DHA also supports healthy retinal function. Like lutein, DHA concentrates in the retina. In fact, the retina is the bodily tissue with the highest concentration of DHA. This omega-3 fatty acid plays several different roles in supporting healthy vision. It's required for the normal development and function of the brain. And the rods and cones of the macula need omega-3s to function. Now you can find this omega-3 at your local grocery store, as well as the vitamins with the lutein and the zyaxithin. Uh, the omega-3s are also found in fish, fish and fish oil. Uh, so yes, so the omega-3 fatty acid uh, again plays several different roles in supporting healthy vision it's required for the normal development and function of the retina and the rods and cones of the macula need omega-3s to function omega-3 fats like dha have anti-inflammatory properties and therefore might be useful in the management of inflammatory diseases Inflammation contributes to the development of retinal diseases like macular degeneration and a diet rich in anti-inflammatory foods may contribute to better eye health. DHA also optimizes the fluidity and function of the photoreceptor membranes and it supports retinal integrity. So what happens? This ultimately leads to improvements in visual function. DHA is found in cold water fish like salmon and tuna. And I love salmon and tuna. Yes, tuna, I love those both. And I eat them both. In addition to, and I encourage you to eat them both. In addition to including DHA rich foods and brightly colored fruits and veggies in your diet, a daily supplement will support your vision and protect you from the harmful effects of excessive blue light exposure. Look for a lutein supplement containing Lutamax, Lutamax, L-U-T-E-M-A-X 2020. The same formula found to be effective in research as well as omega-3 DHA. Some exposure to blue light is needed for good health. It boosts mood and cognitive function. It regulates your circadian rhythm and it supports normal growth. But... The close proximity of our devices, screens, and the time we spend looking at them cause concern over the long-term effects. So take measures today. Don't wait. This is very important, listeners. Take measures today to protect your eyes and maintain good vision for years to come. And so now let's talk about specifically what is this doing to our children? What does too much screen time do to children's brains? Listen up, parents. Child behavior ex behavioral expert Dr. Jennifer Cross explains why screen time should be limited for kids and why some screens are better than others. So con consider this. Consider this. Nearly half of all children ages eight and under have their own tablet device. Yes. Our grandchildren are three years old, and I think they started watching, their parents brought, bought them tablets when they were two. Um, and they spend, these children are spending an average 
of about 2.25 hours a day on digital screens, according to Common Sense Media. And yes, of course, that's underestimated for most children. And that's just 2.25 hours a day. And so what is all the screen time doing to kids' brains? Early data from a landmark National Institutes of Health study that began in 2018 indicates that children who spend more than two hours a day on screen on screen time activities scored lower on language and thinking tests. And some children with more than seven hours a day of screen time experienced thinning of the brain's cortex. Are you listening? thinning of the brain's cortex, the area of the brain related to critical thinking and reasoning. So what are we doing to our children when we hand them an iPad, a cell phone, and they're young and they their brains have not even completely developed? We're not sure what this data means yet, but what we can hypothesize is that screens could inhibit certain aspects of a child's development by narrowing their focus of interest and limiting their other means of exploration and learning, according to Dr. Jennifer Cross, attending pediatrician and a developmental and behavioral pediatrics expert. This is who she is at New New York Presbyterian Komansky Children's Hospital. And she says, if young children spend most of their time engaging with an iPad, smartphone, or the television, all of which are highly entertaining, it can be hard to get them engaged in non-electronic activities such as playing with toys to foster imagination and creativity, exploring outdoors and playing with other children to develop appropriate social skills, interacting almost exclusively with screens would be like working out only <laughs> working out only your arm muscles and nothing else. You would have really strong arm muscles but the but at the expense of overall fitness. So what are we doing to our children? Think about this. So we spoke to Dr. Cross and also an assistant professor of clinical pediatrics at Weill Cornell Medicine about the impact of screen time on kids developing brains and what parents and, can, and caregivers can do. Okay, we know that kids have easy access to screens now more than ever, but how do screens affect early childhood development? Well, for young children, especially those under the age of three, development is happening rapidly. Young children learn by exploring their, by their environment and watching the adults in their lives and then imitating them. Excessive screen time may inhibit a child's ability to observe and experience the typical everyday activities they need to engage with in order to learn about the world, leading to a kind of tunnel vision. Everything is right before their eyes, which can be detrimental to overall development. Now, when I was young, when I was a child growing up, um, I spent many of my summers, most of my summers at my grandmother's and my sisters and my cousins and I, we spent most of the day playing outside, playing games inside. 
we look we watch very little television even though television was then was back then they had television back then but we didn't spend that much time on watching the television we were more interested in playing outside and playing the different games um we didn't have iphones and ipads and laptops and computers back then so I'm, i know i'm dating myself but this generation parents and grandparents we have to pay attention we have to uh, you have to listen to what's going on and so studies have shown again that children under two learn less from a video than when learning from another person and it appears that although children will watch the tv by six months understanding the content does not generally occur until age two and it's not that they won't be captivate, captivated by what's on the screen, but they're not learning from it. Language development expands rapidly between one and a half to three years of age. And studies have shown that children learn language best when engaging and interacting with adults who are talking and playing with them. There is also some evidence that children who watch a lot of television during the early elementary school years perform less well on reading tests and may show deficit, deficits in attention. Oh my gosh. I'm sh by now, I hope I have your attention. Okay, so tell us more about how screen time affects language and communication. Research shows that talking with children in a reciprocal dialogue is extremely important for language development and social interaction. It's that back and forth conversation, sharing facial expressions and reacting to the other person in real life rather than passive listening or one-way interaction with a screen that improves language and communication skills in young children. Okay, so let's go on. Uh, and let's see what else is going to happen. So what age is appropriate to introduce screens? Well, the, Academy, the American Academy of Pediatrics, AAP, recommends avoiding screens for children younger than 18 to 24 months, except when video chatting with family. The AAP also recommends limiting screen use for preschool children ages two to five to just one hour a day of high quality programming. Think about Sesame Street or PBS. When something needs to get done around the house, it can be helpful to have a young child otherwise engaged and entertained. My advice then to parents is to turn on a short TV show like Sesame Street or Daniel's Tiger's Neighborhood. Something educational and fun that shows characters interacting and playing cooperatively to model good social skills. And again, you must be monitoring children, uh, parents, you must be monitoring parents and grandparents, what's actually, what the child is actually seeing on these screens, whether it be their iPad, whether it be their uh, cell phone, whether it's a, a television show, even these television shows that are supposed to be designed for children can have some inappropriate, and I repeat, inappropriate uh, things that are going on that our children should not be exposed to and watching. So, um, so anyway, and it's and if possible, it's best to watch the educational program with the child so you can actively engage with them about what they're watching. 
So from 18 months and younger, avoid use of screen media other than video chatting. From 18 to 24 months, parents of children uh, who want to int introduce digital media should choose high quality programming watch it, and watch it with their children to help them understand what they're seeing. From two to five years old, one hour per day of high quality programmings parents should co-view media with children from 6 to 12 years old place consistent lim limits on the time spent using media and the types of media and make sure media does not take the place of adequate sleep physical activity and other behaviors from 12 years and older designate media free times together such as dinner or driving as well as media free locations at home such as uh, bedrooms so we're just about out of time, um, uh, adults. <laughs> and if you want your children to listen to the show, I would recommend uh, children to listen to it. Um, any children, I would say six or older, should listen to this show. Uh, if you would like more information, you can contact me at goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com or partnersinhealth at verizon.net. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. I would love to hear from you, maybe have you as a guest on my radio podcast show. Until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. Ta-ta for now. Love you all. God bless.